What's going on, Knicks fans? Alex here, and there's two notes about this podcast I want to clarify. First one is that when John and I talked about Nerwin's Noel, unfortunately, uh, it slipped us that he had a groin injury uh, when he played yesterday. Uh, when I say yesterday, I'm recording this on Monday night at 11.30 p.m. And so when he played against the Clippers, did not see the report that he was out for a groin injury. However, I still think that maybe... Not really sure about the groin, if he it was injured or not. I still think that was time for Thibodeau to give Taj some run because it's been a while since Taj has been on the court. So you can go either way. And then the second one is that I know in the intro I mentioned uh, that John and I were going to discuss some trade rumors with Lonzo Ball and Derrick Rose and so forth. We thought that would be best. We made a quick pivot during the middle of the episode because it was running on too long. So we're going to actually discuss that for the next episode, Okay. But anyway, hope you guys enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Alex Chateras here with another Knicks episode for the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And guys, we just saw a lot this week. We saw some good. We saw some bad. We saw some actually something pretty promising, especially if you watch the Knicks-Clippers game today. We're rec- John and I are recording at 5.15 p.m., so we got to see the Clippers and the Knicks face off at 1 p.m. today. Uh, a lot of offense, good valiant effort, but they still caught the L. But it was... Uh, it was a promising L. It's not one of those L's of the past where it's like, well, maybe we can grab something from this. It was actually pretty nice. So we're going to discuss what we saw from this past week. You know, we got to touch talk about uh, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, and John. It looks like we found the point guard in Emmanuel quickly, bro. Like, it looks like we found the point guard. So we got to discuss him. Then we got to discuss uh, the Mitchell Robinson tweet. We got to discuss all these trade rumors with like Derrick Rose, Lonzo Ball, and then we got to go move on to the f- upcoming schedule. So we got a lot of ground to cover today. But then, John, what do we got for et cetera? Yeah, man, so much to cover. Uh, yeah, IQ th- this week, rumors, everything. We got everything for the Knicks right now. We are uh, in the heart of it. Um, and let's not forget about uh, Dallas, too. Let's uh, make sure to talk about them a little bit. But for Etcetera, yeah. But for Etcetera, uh, we're gonna go over uh, the Tuesday um, NBA on TNT schedule as usual, and um, hopefully uh, help make uh, make some money for everyone. Sounds good. All right, Ricey, let's get it going, bro. Terrace here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, my pal, the man with the plan, the dude who's about to hop on the Amtrak Northeast, go all the way down to DC and bring Bradley Bill back to play in MSG <laughs> and leave a bag of potato chips for the Washington Wizards. John Malika, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? What's up? Um, I don't know if I'm ready to give the bag for uh, Bradley Beal. No, 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 not the bag, <laughs> not the bag, a bag of potato chips. Let's get oh, that yeah. right. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely bag of potato chips. I'm ready for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm good, man. I'm um I'm super hyped about the Knicks right now. We are um, looking promising. Somehow we're looking at the playoffs, and then our uh, our draft pick is going to be from the trade we made. Like it's all, it's all, it's all insane. So I'm, I'm, I'm riding good. Our rookie, a rookie from Mook Morris, which I, you know, I can't stop talking about uh, the fact that we took that trade from, uh, from my boy Jerry West, and now look, look what he turned into, man. You say point guard of the future, I call him Sixth Man of the Year. My boy IQ. Woo, Woo-hoo. 
That is hot, hot fire coming in. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Larry Hammonds from Who's Habit from saying we have the point guard on our team for the New York Knicks. Larry, that's a shout out to you, bro. Thank you for tweeting that to us. Good reminder. Um, but let's get into let's let's get into let's let's start off a little spicy today, John. Let's talk about this Dallas skid that we're witnessing, bro. That is it is just beautiful art, man. If Picasso was alive today, that's probably what it would look like. <laughs> it would just be we have Luca Tears, we have KP who can't back down a point guard. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. You know, it's even better where and I'll and I'll take uh, I'll take the heat for this because I and it's starting to slowly come around. Where it looks like the Knicks may win this. We're not there yet. If the Knicks could draft high this year, Knicks win the trade. I'll give I'll give you that. But it's you said the Knicks won this trade. I think we still could have gotten a little bit more for KP. But right now it's turning out that Knicks are winning this trade. Yo, and I, do we do we put this towards? Is this something good that Steve Mills did? Is this something good that Scott Perry did? How because this is this is something that we have to also bring up too. Like one, it is it is awesome to see Dallas just like out of playoff contention. Right, they're not even in the playoffs right now. If you look at the standings right now, <laughs> Alex, you're loving this so much. I'm loving this. I'm loving the shit out of this, bro. Because the West is stacked. Let's be real. There's no look. There is a way for them to come back, but they're eight and twelve. They're thirteen out of fifteen. In the West, okay? You're telling this is who's the top eight right now. You got Utah Jazz, LA Clippers, LA Lakers. Those guys, those are locks. Denver Nuggets, another lock. Memphis Grizzly, not sure. Phoenix Suns, absolutely. Portland Trails Blazers, Portland Trail Blazers, they could be, I think they're a lock. Golden State Warriors, that's gonna be a fringe lock. And then we got the Rockets are starting to look good. OKC is not such. I don't think they're gonna make it, but. We're talking about okay, some competition. Okay, season. Okay, season open slot. I know it's an it's an it's an open slot. Also, okay. with D book, with D book hurt, uh, I don't know if I love the Suns. Well, he's hurt right now. He's going to come back at some point. I think they could they can they can manage without him for a little bit. They're going to definitely take a, a, a hit, but they'll yeah. still win some games. Look, look, yeah. look, if if Chris if Chris Paul could win with a bunch of like, if what he could do what he did out OKC, I'm sure he's fine with Phoenix. Okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I I think they have been putting it together with band aids. Uh, so far with D-Book out, I actually think that's going to come uh, crashing down a, a little bit. But that's neither here nor there. I, I agree with you, man. I I, I think Dallas um, is looking – is really has their work cut out for them at the moment. Uh, they definitely don't have an open path to the playoffs, which is hilarious. Um, and Beautiful. Yeah, Beautiful. I mean, they, they're going to pick it up, okay? They're, they're, they, they will turn it around sure. right now. I know, that, I know they're skidding, but, like, next game, I'm sure they're probably going to win it. Um that, honestly, the best part about the whole thing is like they're just they're not only are they statistically better, but like with the eye test, they are actually better with KP off the court. Like he she shoot oh, like one one for seventy five million off from three. He was with like thirteen percent one game, and he had like thirty eight percent the other. Like like that that is the best part about this whole thing. It's not it's because like all the people are talking trash, right? Like as soon as we made the trade, Rick Carlisle coming out here, you know. How dare you, Rick Carlisle? You know you, you have you have that you have that Nick Blood, you know, streaming through you. You come out here, you start like killing the Knicks for after the trade and killing the Knicks after we fired Fisdale. You got KP, you know what I'm saying? Going over there, the t- he's talking about how we're such a bad organization, how he's got it good over there because they won a couple games last year. Okay, and now now what? You got you got Luca every single game with a towel on his face during a timeout. So I just like. 
like that that is why we're piling on and that's why we're excited besides the fact that we have like a legitimate um like we have we, we have we have something to gain here by them losing, like physically gain by having a better draft pick. But like, there is some pride on on the line because like, KP kind of like showed out the Knicks, right? He skipped our meeting. He he made us look bad. He made us look like the joke of the league. Everyone's saying we could have got more from KP. We got fleeced on the trade. Dallas over here, who we traded him to, is making fun of us. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen the team who like the other side of the trade. Like come out and make fun of the other team who they got the trade from. You know what I mean? I've never seen anything like that. Even in the um, in the press conference, I remember specifically Rick Carlisle was like thanking KP and his and his brother and his like staff because like that was the big thing about New York. Like they didn't care about his brother. Okay, how's his brother, Rick? Huh? Are we still thanking KP's brother? Like how's his brother doing, dude? I want a press conference. Another like why do we keep talking about him more? Right? It was just like you're just constantly taking shots at the Knicks, shots at the Knicks, even like the other trade partner. And now when it's time to come roast, it's going to be like, oh, wow, why do you guys even care? Well, guess what, man? We have your first-round pick, and we're going to laugh at you every single game. But I love Luka so much. I just love Luka, though. Just so much. That's my only problem about this whole thing. Yo, don't forget, Luka wore a Knicks shirt when he was a kid. Imagine, imagine if he comes and becomes a Nick and leaves the Mavericks. I'd love to see that franchise at Shambles. Love it. I'd, and we KP there. Just do it. <laughs> I just love that Tim Hardaway Jr. is over there, too, just chucking shots. Like, it's so he's, amazing you know to turn on there. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, okay, he's, actually, but... he, he's playing pretty well. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I could flame Timmy because of the contract we gave him. It's not his fault. It's not his fault that we gave him a crazy yeah. contract, but Timmy's doing okay. I'm not going to go for Timmy. I just don't want him. Like, he's fine. But, he's fine. I just like watching him. I'm just like, thank God he's not in New York. Like, thank God. I just want to know, bro. I just want to know. Rick Carl, you came out here saying that it was a travesty, some sort of nonsense when we fired Fisdale, that no co- well, like no coach could succeed over here, but yet we got Tom Thibodeau making us like freaking relevant. What the hell is going on over here? But, John, I do want to read this tweet that was very interesting. Mike uh, Basic. Uh, Mike Basic is the – let me get this correct. He's the former Major League Baseball baller at a – former MLBer and currently a sports talk radio host for 1053 The Fan, uh, you know, <laughs> in Dallas. So for the Rangers and whatnot, right, uh, through Fox. And this guy sends out a tweet, and it says, here's my thought before I go to bed. For the Mavericks to get better, they have to trade Perzingis. Yeah. I can't figure out how to get better without him in a trade. Also, Luca Perzingis just – Przingis do not have a natural or great chemistry. This isn't Magic and Worthy or Stockton Malone. I love this. I absolutely love this because people like Bill Simmons on the ringer were like, this is going to be the greatest tandem that we see. They're going to like ascend for the next however many years. Do I think it might be a little overblown at this point because they're skidding? Potentially, to be fair. But, you know, the fact that Dallas fans are just throwing in the towel and be, he's so yo, bad there's, on the da- court, there's Dallas, there's, da- there's, there's Dallas fans complaining that he's the KP's always injured. That's amazing. What a world! <laughs> what amazing. a fucking world! This is amazing. amazing. I don't. What is going on here? We were getting flamed for like, oh, you were stupid to trade us. Now you're out here like, he's not even healthy. <laughs> yeah, it's I like know. I mean, it sucks. It really sucks that he's not healthy. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I, w- I wish, I wish that, like, I, honestly, I wish that we were like sitting here like feeling bad, like talking about him in the likes of like a penny hardaway or something or like a brandon sure. roy and being like you know he's so good he, i wish he was not injured to show his potential but sure. nah, dude like the, the way the way you went about it the way your your management went about it and the way your team that you got traded to went about it 
and the fact that we actually have a stake in the game, it, we're not being haters. Like we're like we're just honestly, we're just cashing. We're just cashing our our receipts. Like we're just cashing and, our well, like what, what what you reap what you sow, dude. Like you reap what you sow. How's that exit meeting? How are your brothers? Like all that stuff bothers me so much, dude. You can't even stay on the court. Dallas, you act like you won the championship with Luka Doncic and like and you traded for KP. You got and you gave us like Dennis Smith Jr. making fun of us. Like okay, fine. Like yeah, sure. Dennis Smith Jr. He's not he's not this most amazing point guard. Like he 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 thrived in your system and you kind of like laugh at us for for giving it. Fine, fine. But look, we're, look who's laughing now, dude. You don't have a you don't have a draft pick and you have no cap. Like what's up? What's up, Dallas? Yeah, and yo, this is not shade. This is not shade to KP or anyone. I'm not saying like this is not KP love either. Okay, this is just calling it as it is. We got a first round pick. They're not doing well, and KP is usually injured. Those are the facts. All right, let's call it. Let's call it as we see it. All right, but let's move on to the next one. You brought it up. You brought up Dennis Smith Jr. So let's talk about that news. Stefan Bondi of the New York Daily News reported that DSJ has requested to go down to the Westchester Knicks to get some run with them. And I just want to say that is awesome. I'm happy for DSJ that he is acknowledging that he's not playing up to his level and that he needs to go recalibrate, that he has to go get his game corrected. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, transform, figure it out. And taking this time to go to the G League, yo, that takes a lot of like that takes a lot of pride that you have to put away to go say, yo, I need work. I'm gonna do whatever I can to get back to that level that I used to be. Because I don't we don't know what's going on with DSJ. We saw DSJ when he came into the league. We saw DSJ when he came here, and he was high-flying, a motor, had all this stuff. And then whatever Fisdale and last year's team, Key Smith, whatever happened, uh, all the magic went out the way. It's it's literally like the Monstars came through, handed <laughs> DSJ the ball. Yep. He lost all of his powers. Yo, give it back, man. Give it back. And, <laughs> you know, just, th- there's not much more to say about this. I just hope he really like utilizes it, which it seems like he's going to use that time in Westchester. I hope he gets right. And I hope he can, you know, if he can turn it around and be a useful player for us, I hope so, man. I don't want to, I want to see him to, I want him to succeed. Shout out to uh, Jeffrey Campbell and uh, Chip Murphy. Cause I was on their show. And we did like five reacclimation projects, like five players that we'd want to see succeed. And Dennis Smith Jr. Was like my number three guy. So I do want to see him perform well. I do want to see him succeed in this league. I think he still has talent. Um, he's just got to figure it out, you know, and this is that first step into figuring it out. So that's all I got to say. Anything you got about, uh, Dennis? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's about his, his play on the court. Honestly, I I think he's pissed off that he's not getting any playing time. And I, and I know in the beginning, uh, in the off season, uh, Tibbs was like hyping him up a little bit. Um, he was also giving him some playing time. I don't know if it was great playing time in the beginning, but he was giving him some playing time and, to be fair, he wasn't looking that great, but nobody was looking that great on the on the Knicks during that time. And ever since then, we have honestly we have a we have a cluster at point guard with Emmanuel Quickly being Emmanuel Quickly, and Dennis Smith Jr. is like sitting. He's not. I mean, I, I don't know if this is like the COVID seating, right? Because we're not at the Garden, so we can only talk about what we see on TV. But he's like in the back. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's not even he's not even in the row, you know, with the player. He's, like, in the back where usually the assistant coaches sit in the garden. So he's, like, completely out of the rotation. So I think he wants to go to Westchester. And unfortunately, because he knows that he's done with the Knicks. He's, he, he's done with Tibbs' rotation. He's out of the rotation. And he's not going to play on the Knicks, but he still wants to play in the NBA. And the only way he's going to be able to showcase that he can play in the NBA is if he absolutely kills it in Westchester. And... 
with the COVID thing, like you can't really go, you can't really like, it's just everything's so limited with the, with the talks of the other teams. And he knows the deadline's coming up and he wants to get on another squad because he, he's not going to play this year with the Knicks. And, you know, his contract's coming up and then who knows from there. You know what I mean? So he, he's really just, like, I, I agree, it did take some pride, but I also think like it also took some self-awareness for DSJ to be like, hey, I'm done with the Knicks, but I got I to gotta perform. Otherwise, it's going to turn into Alonzo Trier. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna like fade away for a little bit, and he's gonna have that year and a half off or whatever like that, and then he's gonna be trying to get back in the G League later anyway. <laughs> so you might as well start now and like start the process while he's he's getting a game check. That's really how I see it. Yeah, I think it. I think it's. I think it's different than Alonzo Trier. I think Trier would still be in the league if uh, he didn't like like tweets by about RJ Barrett that were negative and was you know, causing some issue like on the team. I think that's, I think that's different than deal. Like Alonzo Trier actually has talent. You think, you think other teams in the, in the NBA didn't sign him because of the tweets? Like he's been not in the league for about, for about, for almost over a year now. Well, what, like I said, like according to Cleveland.com, like Alonzo Trier was offered to go to the Cavs for like a lesser price. He chose not to, you know, he went to yeah. the G League because he wants to go prove himself again and no one else besides the Cavs and maybe like, I think maybe Phoenix. No, there's no reports on that. Maybe Phoenix wanted him because he went to Arizona. So he had a shot. He chose not to go to Cleveland. Okay. Um, the thing like with DSJ, like he's on the team. He's on. He's on salary. Like if you trade him now, like you're trading him for a bag of chips. Well, let's be fair. Like his his what we saw in him in preseason, even for like the the last garbage minutes when he came out. I forget when. Uh, it wasn't that great, dude. Like. The fact that he, if he could, if he could beat out Peyton, he would be playing over Peyton one hundred percent. Tibbs is seeing whatever he sees in practice. We have to trust Tibbs, right? Tibbs knows what he does. He has the resume to trust him. If DSJ was performing in practice, he would yeah. be over Peyton in a, in, a, in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah, but, I, you like, could just tell. You could just tell. You could just tell DSJ is frustrated, man. Especially like when you see him pulling out those, um, those like those dunks, you know, in practice and like posting them to Instagram. You know what I mean? Like that's that's him being like so suppressed. You know what I mean? He's pissed off. Like he's like, I don't have a voice. I don't have game time. I don't have anything to say. So here, look, look at me. I can fly. And his like his chin was up to the up to the rim. So we're like, whoa. You know what I mean? He should be getting some playing time. Like he's trying to do anything because Tibbs, coaches like Tibbs, man. I agree. I'm I'm with you. But like, remember we talked about it, Alex. Like this is we talked about. It. He has a tight rotation. He like he's not going to be playing like these guys like ten guys. He's just not doing it. So. It, I don't know. I, I feel. I kind of feel bad. He did it. To, he did he do it today? <laughs> I mean, I guess he did. look. We had we had the original. We had the original starting fire that we had at the beginning of the season. We had Peyton. We had Bullock. We had RJ. We had Randall. We had Mitch. Next mm-hmm. next youth that came in was Obi, Taj, Quick, uh, Rivers, and uh, Burks. That's ten guys. He's got ten guys right there. He went. He went to all right. Did Knox even get in today? I don't even know if Knox came in today. That's it. That's but, 11. Yeah, but like Taj, yeah, but Taj was like, yeah, I know. But like those guys are not, I mean, they're just standing there. I mean, if, it wasn't not, Taj, if it wasn't if it wasn't Taj, it could be Noel. Could be Noel. You know Noel. what I mean? Noel didn't get yeah, any burn yeah. today. So like, yeah. So like, yeah. let's like, I, Tim's going to use the rotation to figure things out. They have something they got to figure out. They see nothing in DSJ right now. Mm. That is literally what they're saying. They see, we saw it. We've seen it. There, are, there has been garbage time minutes where he just leaves. RJ and all those guys in, uh, and it could be like, look, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that DSJ could be upset and wants playing time. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying if Tibbs sees something, if Tibbs wants him in there, 
Tibbs went, look, quickly earned his way to get in there, and he is earned. Tibbs just can't stop talking about the kid. All right. And quickly Nobody has his can. games where. Nobody can. Yeah, nobody, nobody can, can stop talking about it. Yeah, but you think, like, Tibbs is like, everyone complains about Tibbs, like, oh, he doesn't play rookies, he doesn't do this, da 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 he's not giving all these guys minutes. Quickly closed the game today. Quickly had more minutes than uh, Peyton today, uh, I'm pretty sure. So okay, He's been getting close every single game. He's been getting, so, like, even though he's not starting, he's get he's been getting, I think the other was, like, 24, 23. Like, he's, get, he's been getting really close every single game. It doesn't sure. even matter. It, um, Here. starting as Tibbs said too. Tibbs said this in the post game conference. Facts, man. He he doesn't care. Look, Quigley had twenty seven minutes. Peyton had twenty one minutes. He's a rookie. Okay, so I'm just saying that if if DSJ was so showing something in practice, he'd be getting in there over Peyton. Don't worry. Like DSJ was playing pretty good defense in the preseason. The thing that you could trust out of Peyton more, even though it's just says how bad the situation is, is that Peyton could. I use quotations. Run an offense. He did a pretty good job today. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill him like I would, usually would. Um, Bullock had a good day. Good day today too. So I won't kill you either, Bullock. But yeah, like so. Yeah, Tibbs played ten guys today. So T- Tibbs has played ten guys. Least was 13 minutes to Obi Toppin. Taj got 18. Rivers got 17. Everyone got everyone else got 22, 21 minutes plus. So Tibbs is ready to Tibbs, – Tibbs has his guys he's definitely going to roll with who's going get to mo- get most of the minutes. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But I just think if DSJ was actually any sort of useful for this team, we'd seen it already. But that's enough yeah. about DSJ. Let's move on to – let's move on to these games that we saw this past week, John. Unless you got anything else to close out about DSJ. No, I'm good on DSJ. I, I, you mentioned Obi. I want to jump to Obi, dude. I've never seen someone who needs an offseason more than Obi Toppin in the whole world. Like, I, he needs it. He needs to like watch film and go to the gym, like for three. All right. All right. So I, I guess I guess we're doing that. We're, we're, we're let's just run through. I guess we just run through uh, Obi too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. All right, all right. So for Obi, I I I I hear you, man. I think I think he just needs a full year, like RJ. To be honest with you, like. Honestly, like we talked about it last week, we've been saying it. Look, he needs a point guard to really help him. IQ is definitely that guy. Um, but there was times today where you could see Obi was getting a little frustrated. Where Rivers had him like in transition. There was a couple transition plays that they could have had Obi, and you can see that Obi's just like that. He needs something like it's those small things, just like just even doing something in transition to get his to get that to get that click right to get that click in the mind be like all right i'm contributing i'm doing something doing something and then he can go start getting feeling his game and doing all those type of things so it's it's frustrating you know he came back from a calf injury so he's still trying to feel himself in he's still trying to figure it out uh it's tough man he's a rookie and he's playing he's playing a position that needs a point guard huh yeah, and he's playing like a rookie. He's yeah, and he's he's playing like a rookie. Like I I th- I think you have it pinpointed. He reminds me a lot of RJ last year. He he clearly is thinking too much. Um, and on offense and on defense, like he's like he's shuffling his feet. You know what I mean? Like you could tell. Like he's like he he's not sure what to do. Um, but I I see a lot of potential in him. I'm glad that um we're not freaking out about him. And by we, oh. I mean like the Knicks fan base. Um, like you like mean- they were in the beginning. 
You mean we shouldn't be flipping tables and asking why we didn't choose Tyrese Halberton or Devin Vassell? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or, oh, <laughs> That's but ridiculous. wait. Oh, 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 oh. So I just got it. So we're going to complain about this, but we're not going to talk about how if we chose, let's say, Tyrese Halberton, that we probably don't get Emmanuel quickly. I'm just saying. Like, we can't have it. We can't have it yeah. all the way. It's like, <laughs> Halberton's, Halberton's nice. John was the lead of that Halberton trade. I was not like, I liked Halberton, not as high as John was. Um, but yo, yeah, I don't want to. I mean, I have him on my fantasy team. What else could I ask for? I like he's in a perfect situation. He's rolling. I like him. He's in a perfect situation too. Be great. Yeah, him, he's in a perfect situation. Look, he's actually playing with a point guard. Okay, so it also helps. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Obi just Obi just needs an off season, dude. I'm not too worried about Obi. I can't yeah, can't make a final too. judgment on him. Like, what? I can. I really like him. <laughs> honestly, I'm not even joking. I really, like honestly, I, I can't make. I'm a just talking about him. his game. I mean, I'm just like, like you him. can't make a you can't make a final judgment about his game. Like I like him too. I think he's gonna be fine. It's just. I think he's gonna. Wait. I think he's gonna learn. Yeah. I, I really. Uh, my last thing on him is he really, really, really reminds me of. A young, like Phoenix Suns, Amari Stoudemire, and Sean Marion, like the Matrix. It's like those people. Like if you combine those two players, like raw talent, like, like as if they like, and, and they didn't know what they were doing. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? Till like still Steve Nash like came and ran the show. He, he reminds me of that, and like he has a Sean Marion three point shot. He can jump like him. He's got the Amari Stoudemire like corner shot, and he could like he's aggressive like with the spin move. You know, one hand tomahawk jam like. Everything about it is and Marion and I just implore basically till next year. Like look at RJ. Look literally look at RJ. Like the first year him, everyone's freaking out. And we gave him a year and even the first couple games, it was weird. And then we came back and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just got to give guys some time to develop. It's it's weird cuz Knicks fans haven't really experienced a full-on development and watching players like actually grow we actually haven't had good players grow i think there's a i think there's a lot of factors in because one we actually haven't had we don't know how to good act players. we don't know how to act no seriously don't uh, we haven't watched good play- we, we haven't watched good players grow too we never really had good players on this team that we got to draft and really develop other than kp but he was a quick flash in the pan and then on top of that like there's there's just like this there's this crazy expectation of like development has to be like this skyrocket it's like all right first year second year all-star third year it's like whoa (laughs) can we relax can we (laughs) let's let's take a let's take a back seat for a second this kid's still learning the game like i'd love to i'd love to see everyone on their like first day of the job like whatever new job out of college whatever and (laughs) just you i want to see how you are within your first day what you you didn't you didn't know how to work excel you didn't know how to create a pivot table? What the hell is this? <laughs> okay. Like, let's. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. We definitely don't. We're definitely not acting like we've been there before. It's like our first uh, attractive girlfriend in 20 years. And we're all excited. <laughs> like, ah, oh, like, what, 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 like, what's going on? You know? Like, I agree. Like, let's chill. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we, we married yet? Like, what, what, like let's go, let's go. <laughs> no, just do I propose out, now? Just chill out. Like, do, let him develop. Let him. Guys. Do I propose now? Bro, you've been dating her for like two hours. Like, relax. Develop. Just relax. Yeah. But that, that's, how I, that's how I also feel about Emmanuel Cookley in the starting lineup. Like, just relax, dude. Like, he's fine. He's fine in the second unit. He might suck in the first unit, dude. And then you can't put him back. Like, it's going to be weird. Just, like, leave him. Like, don't break it. Let's just crap on Alfred Payton in the first, in the, in, in the, in the first unit. 
And as you said, IQ is getting more minutes. Like, you know, it's fine. He's closing out the games. He's getting more minutes. And he's playing against his idol, Lou Williams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I... For sure. For sure. Yo, that was cool when he said, yo, Lou, like, I respect you. Like, I admire your game, all that type of stuff. That was pretty cool. I like um, it. And they, and they dapped said, up. you're my man, favorite yo. player. He's like, yeah, you're my favorite player. Yo, that was cool. That's a, that's a cool moment, man. That's a cool moment. Um, and shout out for Lou for, like, respecting giving the dap. But, yo, for, uh, for what is it? Um, You're one of my favorite it, players. Let's talk about this yeah, week, yeah. bro. Let's talk about this week's games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, you know what? Let's uh, let's 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 finish it up since we start with players. Let's talk about let's talk about quickly. Let's get let's get through Randall. Let's get through RJ. Then we could talk about the past week what we saw, and then uh, we can go on to the next one. Star Randall to Star Randall to you. All Star Randall. That is correct. That is freaking correct. Um, yeah, Randall's been playing out. Well, let's can, can I stick with quickly first before we get to Randall? Let's save Randall for last because he he deserves to go last because that's the creme de la creme at that point. I love so, that. Quickly, I love that. What a change, yo! What a change. What is going on, man? This is quite a world we're in. So let's start with quickly. Quickly has been so fucking impressive, bro. Dude, twenty five points the <laughs> last two games. Who is this kid? This kid just comes in like I know it's inconsistent, and I wrote this in a hoops habit article. Like he's going to be inconsistent, like his first, like his first year. He was just that way in uh, in college. But dude, he is playing out of his mind. Just like he that floater game, his three point shot is totally on point. Um, you, he knows how to attack. He's looking to attack. He's looking to get teammates involved. There's nothing more you could really say about him because that is his game, and it's awesome to see that he's earning more and more minutes. And this is where I got well, I got sidetracked. I said on Twitter with the whole minutes thing with him starting. Right, I agree. He doesn't have to start. You know, I think it's just easy to say start because it's like start means you play most of the minutes, but that doesn't necessarily mean it. As long as he's getting most of the minutes, I don't care if he's not starting. He got 27 minutes today. Peyton got 21. That is what you want to see. That means Tibbs is trusting his rookie, who is a playmaker, who's creating, who's able to shoot and create, keep defenses honest so that they don't have to go to a freaking zone is just fantastic. And anyone who says Tibbs doesn't even play rookies is, should be like getting out of the door right now because this rookie is earning his minutes. And his teammates are trusting him too, dude. You see it on the court. Like everyone's like, yo, what quick cook. He's, he, he knows what he's doing, man. Let IQ do his thing. Like they trust a rookie to do that at a point guard. That's wild, man. So I like what I'm seeing. I, I, I like everything that is coming from him. And it's... It, it, it's just too much. It's too. It's too much, man. It's just too much. I, I don't even know. How, I don't even know how to be, dude. I don't even know how to be. But anyway, what exactly. I was just saying. Like, yeah, he's so I, good. I don't even know how to he's be. So like good. we actually have a good rookie. We 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 stole. It's a steal. He's a steal of the draft, man. The twenty fifth pick. I don't even know how to act right now as a Knicks fan, seeing something so good happen. But I don't care if he's if he's getting as long as he's getting a lot of minutes. That's all that matters. It's like Landry Fields when Mike Woodson took over. I said this on Twitter. It's like if he gets if Peyton gets the nominal five minutes that. Landry Fields got under Mike Woodson, and then you have J.R. Smith who came in for the rest of the game, and you just do that with quickly, a la quickly. Yo, I'll take it all day. I'll take it all day. He closed. Closing is more important than starting. Yeah. In my in my opinion, yeah. the starting does help closing, if you get out definitely to the more. Yeah, starting helps so you can get a good lead, but it doesn't matter if you can't maintain it. And that ends with a close. So, I, I'm I'm fine with it. I get why people want him to start to get like off to a better start and whatnot, but just have it run through. RJ and Barrett because RJ Barrett and uh, Julius Randle because that's just more than enough for me. More than enough for me. 
Let me ask you a question then. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that quickly can handle more than 25 minutes on the on the court? Yeah. He got 27. Uh he got 27. Um, I mean, okay, okay, that's okay. I'm I'm saying like I'm saying like if you if you're talking to get Landry Fields to five, so that means like you're talking Alfred Payton to get down to five. That's another 15, 16 more minutes. Oh no, no, no. Court, I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like the nominal five, like in the start. I'm not saying like the like get quickly like up to like thirty six. Okay. That's that's no, he's not there yet. He's yeah. not yeah, there okay. yet. No, okay. no, 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 and that, no, 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 And that's everyone. The, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, everyone's a chill. Everyone, every, you know, that's the everyone, whole thing. Everyone want like I get it's like I'd rather see this kid fail like out on the court than Alfred than Alfred Payton suck. Thibodeau's like. I want this kid to succeed. I don't want to see him fail on the court because you need – the NBA is about confidence when you're a shooter. And you don't want this kid's confidence to go right out the door. That's why I got pulled twice when he went against Connolly because Connolly's like, yo, I'll eat this kid for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And Tibbs is like, I don't need my rookie to not be confident anymore. I need him to go out there and feel that he's a killer because his kid can be a killer in the right situation. And he will be a killer once he gets older and he is a seasoned veteran. He's already played like a season veteran. I can't wait to see what he's in his fifth year. So it, it's, it's yeah, going to be wild. I really like him in the Lou Williams role, dude. I mean, I've been calling him Lou Williams this whole time, and I'm so happy that you know it's his favorite player. And he, he just reminds me of him. Just just hang out as a six as a six man, even even in a Ben Gordon role. You know what I mean? I brought him up today as Ben Gordon is the only rookie to ever win the six man of the year award. So, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know it's gonna be difficult for quickly, like with Jordan Clarkson, you know, hanging around doing his thing. But like that's the vibe yeah. he gives. You know what I mean? That's the vibe quickly. I don't need him to be I don't he's not Chris Paul, dude. You know what I mean? He's just not that kind of point guard. He's a great guard. I love him. I think he can do amazing things just like Lou Williams. But like let's just relax for a second and sometimes players are good in their role. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a, a nice transition, man. Julius Randle. Julius Randle sucks when he's out of his role. <laughs> a la last year. When he's asked to do, like, be, like, the number one option, number one point forward, number like, just the guy to do everything, he simply does too much, and it's awful. He gets the turnovers. He can't – he doesn't really facilitate. No one is really respecting his shot because he's tired. He's just ch- – ch- shots. This is not working out. But when you put him in a role, when you put him in a, in a way to succeed, good things – Good things happen as a team, like, and so I I don't know. I just um, I just think that quickly wouldn't be who we think who who we're excited about if um if we started. So I just keep him in the second in, in, in the bench. Just like dude, Lou Williams wouldn't be that good if they started him. You know what I mean? That's really how I feel about it. Hey, I mean Lou Williams was. Uh, I mean Lou Williams comes into plays with the uh, the second the first string at the end toward games yet yeah, he's he's a closer so and he he's accepted being a, a six man like jamal crawford did and you know i'm not gonna say like yeah i wouldn't call quickly like chris paul or anything of that level i, I i'm he could be the point guard i'm not gonna write that off he's playing he's playing as a score first guard right now which is definitely a, like what he's doing but i'm not gonna write him off saying that he can't be a point guard yet um I think time will tell. It's just very, very early. And Tibbs is letting him flourish, be who he is, which is a, a score first guard, which is Lou Williams. Like, Lou Williams is not a point guard. He's a score first guard, which is what Quickly is right now. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Quickly could 
be the point guard. He fancies himself as a point guard. We'll see if he will become uh, a distributor, how he wants to play, so forth. That Time will tell. I, I'm not going to write him off yet. But playing out a role, if we're going to transition into Julius Randle right now, um, although I do want to save him for last, so I'm going to save him for last. We're going to go transition to R.J. Barrett because R.J. Oh, yeah, Barrett I forgot. Is, I forgot about that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, no, I respect, no, respect the Julius. Yeah, no, Julius, Julius deserves to be uh, – deserves the, the, the a lot of praise and a lot of talk. Uh, for this for this discussion, so R.J. Barrett, man, kids kids baller. I don't know what G League. Like. That's G League R.J. to you. G League R.J. Barrett, yo, I cannot believe we had people saying this kid needed a G League that he was a bust. Like, it makes no sense when it makes no sense to me where people are just like so quick. I think people want to be right more often than doing a fair assessment. And doing a fair assessment means time, mean actually like watching games and evaluating what's going on day to day. And basketball, you know, the re, the, it's, it's a long season. Usually it's 82 games, it's 72. It's a long season. Like we're a quarter of the way through. We can't make a full evaluation on somebody, especially since they're only two years into the league, uh, who hasn't even had a full re- season. He just had his full season, technically. He played his 80 some month game. Is 82nd game of a full season not too long ago or today. I forget. Um, I'd have to look it up. And what do you want from the kid? <laughs> like, just relax. Like, let the kid develop. And he's developing, man. The kid has been on a tear this week. He's been average. I feel like he's been averaging 20 points every single game, like, since like our, that whole uh, G League Barrett uh, nonsense came about. It's, I don't know, man. I think people just need to relax. They need to let the kid play, like actually let the kid play and and not. And I think people also have to like understand, like you can't just try to be right. You have to let like watch what the kid's doing. Look how he's playing on the court. See if he's having a good four game. Is he playing well? If he's not shooting well, is he doing other things? Is he grabbing rebounds? Is he is he pushing the pace? Is he passing very well? Which he does do when he's not scoring, which is a good thing about RJ is that he's not like, I'm just going to chuck up shots. But now he's getting his rhythm. He's utilized, you know, that fadeaway mid range, which every, like, this is why I said, RJ, use the mid range, bro. You get the mid range will lead to the three pointer. And he, he lives in the sh- mid range, man. He lives in the mid range. Yeah, man. And just like, it's just nice, man. It's really just nice to see. What do you got to say about RJ? Cause, cause I can go on and on and on, but look, man, let, let's, well, before I let you, before I let you, before I let you, uh, before I let you go, like, look, the last couple of games, right? Last couple of games. So today against the Clippers, he had 23 points. Against Cleveland, he had 24. Utah, he had 17. Portland, he he played a little timid that game. He only had eight points, and he came on late in the second half um, and didn't play the rest of the fourth quarter. So he had eight points, but it's not really one to really question too much because uh, I think he could have been back out there in the fourth quarter. Then you had 21 points against Sacramento, 28 points against Golden State, 22 points against Orlando, 19 against Boston, 20 against Cleveland. Like, the kid has been on a tear, dude. Kid has been doing everything we want from him. And just, like, getting rebounds, getting assists. Yeah, and and I really think it's a good point that you made that I honestly don't think that. I kind of give... RJ his credit for being a sophomore this year when in actuality his last year got cut off in March because of Corona. You know what I mean? It got, it got, it got cut off early. Um, and actually the Knicks were one of the last games. I actually remember watching it. Um, 
That's really interesting you said that. Um, and as I think about it, Zion is just coming into his role as we speak. You know what I mean? Um, he's getting complaints that, like, I remember on the on the Bill Simmons pod just the other day, they were talking about, you know, trading Zion Williamson and if he's untradeable or not already. You know what I mean? Like, last year he was LeBron James. <laughs> this year he's tradable. You know what I mean? What's going to happen next year? So, so um, John Moran hasn't been that, you know, spectacular Westbrook um, force off the, you know, off the Grizzlies team this past year off that injury. Um, he's still coming together. And so it's just patience, man. We're ju- we just we just live in the moment um, because if you just saw RJ, just the eye test, if you just saw RJ and Kawhi go at it today, like that was a sight to see. Obviously, RJ was outmatched. And like you could see Kawhi's like inner thoughts, like just like laughing, like, haha, I got RJ on me, pass me the ball. Ha, huh, I got RJ on me. Watch this. You know what I mean? And, like, oh, RJ got the steal off me. I'm going to hang around him, and I'm going to block him. He thinks he's going to be good to go, you know, on the transition. He's toying with him. But, dude, like, getting toyed with by Kawhi Leonard in your quote-unquote second year, but as you said, really, like, he just completed 82 games. Um, that That's a good spot to be in, you know what I mean? Like, Sunday matinee, going to- toe-to-toe with Kawhi Leonard, like, one of the best regular season players of all time. Um, I, I, I'm really impressed with RJ. I, I love his, I love his mid range game. I don't need him to ever have a three pointer, dude. Hit one, hit, take three a game, hit one, take four a game, hit one. I don't care. <laughs> hit two. You know what I mean? That's fine with me, man. I don't care. We just, we, we need shooters around him. He just needs to penetrate and dish. Um, and that's really the kind of player he is. Like he, 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 he gives me Rip Hamilton vibes. Like he gives me Zach Levine vibes. Like he gives me the, he's, he's a mid range player. He doesn't need to. Sit there and uh, chuck threes. This is not his. This is not his style. I agree, man. I I, I dislike when someone's like they got to shoot threes because it's the most efficient way to play. And um, look, let's look at some of the best players that we have in this league. We just faced one of the most prolific offenses in the NBA right now in the Clippers, and two guys that love to live in the mid range, especially Kawhi Leonard. Um, where you don't see them chucking threes all day long, and. Kawhi understands that, look, if you have a mid-range game, and Rice was saying it last week, yo, it opens up everything for you because once you can attack at all three phases, you have to respect all three phases. If you're only doing a three and drive, it's only so limited. There's only so much you can do. Like It's like, okay, he's either going to shoot the three. Okay, he's just coming straight in. The game has to be so diverse, man. The more diverse something is, the more complicated it becomes to defend. So... If he can shoot, you know, I remember watching the detail with uh, Kobe Bryant and he did Kyrie Irving. And they're like, yo, the thing about Kyrie Irving that makes him so lethal is that he can dribble with both hands, attack from both sides and finish with both hands and attack at all three phases. You don't know which way he's going to go and you don't know where he's going to stop and what he wants to do. And because of that, he's lethal. You know, Uh, RJ is going to need to shoot threes. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But he doesn't need to be a chuck from three. He doesn't need to make if it's not driving or finishing in the paint. He doesn't have to shoot a three. All right. We just, I love to a diverse game. You need diversity in your game. Stop. Th- that's the game. It's not the numbers. Numbers take you only so far. Okay. Let, let's let's get that out of the head. Sheesh, sheesh. Um, but let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going with the creme de la creme now. The piece de la resistance. We got Julius. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Before, before, if you're gonna leave him to the end, let's go to let's go to, let's go to 
You want to go to Mitch? I wasn't thinking about talking about Mitch today, but you can talk about for the Mitch. end. If you're gonna, if... oh, we got to do. We got we, we got to talk about Mitch because he's been he's he's been so impressive, dude. He's been so impressive, and plus we got that stupid, stupid, stupid press conference question that honestly, boy, uh, I know. Bo- Yo, John sent me a flaming text. He's like, "What? Que- who's asking this? I don't know who's asking it, but." No one cares about what Mitchell Robinson tweeted and deleted, and if it's regards to getting more offensive touches. That was my what are we do? What are we doing, dude? dude it, dri- it drives me nuts, dude. Because who here's cares? The thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mitchell Robinson, right? He tweeted something. He said he was about. He's pissed off about whatever. He made a. He made allegedly. One day they'll let me play my game, or one day they'll let me play, or one day they'll do something like something so. Basically, like, yeah, basically a subtweet that could be defined as he wants more playing time. Okay, he deleted it in seconds. Okay, that that's the fact. More, more, not more playing time. More offense. More offensive touches. That's really what okay. people are thinking. Great. No problem. It was deleted in seconds, meaning he regretted it. Whatever. You want to ask Mitch Robinson about that? That's your right. He tweeted something. He deleted it. You have a right to ask him about it. He has to answer for it. No problem. But, dude, we're going to his boss. Like, you're going to his boss, and you're asking his boss in a press conference in front of the entire world, broadcasted to dummies like me, and you're asking his boss, hey, man, did you see what that kid tweeted, what your, like, employee tweeted today? And he's like, nah, man, I don't pay attention to that. I don't really care what it is. Like, no problem. I don't really care. I, we, I have good communication with him. It's not a big deal. Even if it is, like, it's, it's no big deal. The follow-up was, okay, here's what he tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted, um, whatever it is, I, I want the ball. Like, oh, he whatever that stupid subtweet was. One day, one, day they'll let, one day they'll let me play or something stupid along those lines. Okay, and then he told Tibbs that. So now, guess what? If if Tibbs actually didn't know and he was telling the truth, because I'm sure that Tibbs didn't care about the subtweet that happened six minutes ago, you know he's working like he he has, he honestly did not know about it. Now he does, dude, and like now you created a tension between him and Mitch Robinson. Like whether whether it's real or not, like the next time Tibbs sees Mitch Robinson, he's gonna look at him weird. Like even you know what I'm saying, even if he's like, okay, I'm not gonna take into account. Obviously, it was dumb. I don't really care, but like. It's going to be in his head. You know what I mean? And oh, that's the stuff that really bothers me about this. Old, I mean, that is the stigma, dude. That's the stigma about the New York media. And that's what really bothers me about, like, what are we doing here, man? Like, at what point are we just looking for a story? Are we, like, why don't we just, like, <laughs> prop up the players? Like, why don't, like, snitching? Like, dude, just leave it alone. Like, if, if the employer finds out about the employee tweeting something that's bad because of the PR... Let them deal with it. But, like, you're sitting there, you're asking him this you, you, ridiculous question. Like, you obviously want Mitch to look bad or you want Tibbs to look bad or you want him to, like, throw him under the bus. Like, that is the goal here. You know, and it just bothers me so much. Like, that question, I felt like, you know when you just cringe, like, listening or watching something? Like, that's exactly, I was just like, oh, like, what? I was watching it live. I was like, what is that? Who is that? And then Tibbs' reaction was like, I don't know, dude. Is that the, is that what they call it? The social media? Like, you know, you're trying to be like a little Bill Belichickian. Like, oh man, I would have been so pissed off if I was Tibbs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I I hear what you're saying, and I and I agree. I don't think that question was really necessary, and it, I was right. It's like one day they'll let me play as a tweet that Robinson had. He said that was towards a personal matter, and you know anything, bro. He he, got, he, he could mean a legit call duty, any, bro. He had it could, call duty. They it, wouldn't let him play. Like, it could legit mean anything. It's like. 
why do we have to think everything means like it's towards like so after a game sure it was after a game maybe he got a text maybe he got an angry text maybe he got something else maybe he got we're so sensitive bro we're so damn sensitive who knows who knows who knows he's a person he's not just a basketball player he also has a family and has other things going on in his life too it's amazing it's amazing it's like don't you leave off of work and you're like do you t- do you just <laughs> I don't want to get into this. I really don't want to get into this. But yeah, no. I think Mitch hey, has been imagine, playing well. Imagine everything I tweeted, you were like, oh, I'm because of what happened at work today. I'd be like, what are you talking about, bro? I'm watching the Nick game. I'm just pissed off about that. <laughs> like it's nothing to do with work. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, but no, nah, Mitch has been playing well, man. Defense, phenomenal job. Doing really well. Uh offense. You know, he's been, he's always in the right position under the dunker spot uh, to finish an easy dunk, honestly. There's no other way to put it or way in, whatever, whatever, whatever around the hoop. He's good within four feet of the hoop. There's there's nothing more to say about that. Um, defense, yo, you see that he's taking strides. Um, a little criticism from this past week about whether or not uh, he was fully boxing out, fully setting screens. And it's like, you know, like there's going to be games where you're just not on. You're not going to be 100% every single day. And don't know, like, I know it was, like, alluded to to what uh, the tweet was. And, you know, if you thought that you wanted more offensive touches, maybe, maybe not. But still, like, there's going to be games where you're not perfect, and that's fine. Like, it's so hard to not be perfect every game. Like, it's so hard to even do anything perfect. If there are, like, there's a reason why there's always a turnover. Like, it's always being damn near perfect is the phrase. It's not... You were perfect. Like, it's so hard. He's doing a really good job, though, and I, I respect it. There's, he, like, it's tough, man. On a West Coast, West Coast trip, four days, you're, you're traveling, going between Sacramento, Golden State, uh, Utah, Portland. Like, it's a lot of areas you got to hit up. Open I'm sure by the too. end of it, you're not getting sleep. You're doing during COVID time. You got to train, practice, eat, do all these things. And so by, like, the last one, the last two games, I could expect someone to be really tired. Yeah, but they all had good centers in all those places you just named on that road trip. They all, it was yeah. all good centers. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he uh, was he had some uh, like poo poo games. You know, he wasn't playing. He wasn't playing the Nets big men or something like that. He was playing some real some real teams with real big men. Yeah, no, he was like, look, James Wiseman was a good match. That was a fun matchup to watch. You had um, yeah, the Dre, Draymond got kicked out for yelling at Wiseman. That was classic. That was I don't get it. Um, you know, he had to go against Bag- Bagley. Uh, yeah, he also had to go against Rudy Gobert. Um, Portland, I mean, Cantor's starting, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm just saying he was good. Um, I do, I do want to say that his body language is kind of off. Um, we've been kind of, I don't know if you agree with that, but like, just he, his body language has been kind of off. I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if it is because that he's craving that point guard to give him like that lob city. Maybe he's not being – maybe he's frustrated at the refs, honestly, because, like, if, I, I do feel like they – listen, man. Everything we know about referees is that they talk about this stuff before the game. And so one of the things they're going to talk about is number 23 on the Knicks is propensity to foul. And so they're watching it. You know what I mean? And so maybe that he, he's getting bad calls. And it's frustrating. You know what I mean? And also, like, it's frustrating playing defense as a big man – when not everybody is falling in line in front of you. You know what I mean? So, like, when, when the when the guards and the forwards are letting guys in, missing assignments, not picking up on the pick and roll on the defense, 
it falls on you and it's super frustrating, especially when you have a defensive coach. You know what I mean? He wants you to make it up. He doesn't care. He doesn't care that they messed it up. So I, I just feel, I just feel like, and he's, 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 his hip is going through damage by all those screens that he's taking or putting. I just feel it. I like, you know, I'm just watching it. You know what I mean? I know that every, you know, it's a weird excuse, but like, I'm just, we're watching all these games and it just feels like maybe that when he comes back to, down the court and he doesn't get rewarded, he doesn't get a lob or he gets a bad lob. You know what I mean? He's just like kind of jumping all over the place. Like, I don't know. I could see him being frustrated because he's not Dennis Rodman. You know what I mean? He's not. He's, he's more like Tyson Chandler and he's not being treated like Tyson Chandler right now. He's just being like, he's being treated like Noel. And he's like, yo, dude, I'm not like this guy. I could like actually play offense. <laughs> I, I hear you, man. I hear you. And I think, yeah, I mean, look, Mitch also has to earn it. Like, even though he was like, he had a little tough, t- like if he wants more offense, he also has to earn it. So like one... I'm going to concede to say, like, I think he, it's like tough on a road trip to like really do. Like, they've been, the Knicks have traveled the most out of most teams to start the season. So let's keep that in mind. Um, two, he also, to get more touches from Tibbs, you also have to show that you're doing all the other little things. So it's constantly trying to set the screen properly, even though if it's not, if it's not perfect, right? It's constantly boxing out and doing all those things and hustling back on defense and offense and doing all those things to get yourself those touches um there are times like even when you know breen and uh frazier brought it up i believe it was against utah and they're like he takes his free throw so cavalier where it's not like really serious sometimes and it's like you see that and it's like you can't give a guy more offense if you're not taking that serious like you have to take that seriously like even if you're tired you have to try like you don't just like get the ball wind up and go like do something like show that you're getting ready yep. to like take a free throw. So it's, 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 it's a give and go. So <clears throat> I think he is trying. I think he's working really hard towards it. I think he was just tired from this West coast trip. We'll see. We'll see moving forward. Everyone goes through their, their stretches. So, but Mitch has been playing pretty well so far and he's been improving. Is there anyone else that you want to cover? Cause I think those are really the top three guys to really talk about. There's no, like Austin Rivers yeah. has been like, man, he had the hot, he had that hot. I got it. I guess I got to say he had the hot, like the hot first half, which is, Frustrating against Utah. 25 points. Yo, that was crazy. Like, it was nuts. Dude, you put that guy back in there. I don't care what foul trouble he is. You leave him in there and you just let him cook. Just let him cook. Let him get, get fouled everything out. Get. Let him get fouled out. Yeah, you Honestly, let that guy foul out at that point. Like, shit. Like, he, 25 points in the first half? Shit. That kid could have probably got for 40 the way he was feeling it. Um, <laughs> let him cook. What do you think let of, him what do you cook. Think about, what do you think about Taj and Noel? Like, do you, what do you, like that, that playing time is starting to be uh, split between them. I think Taj today was to get him back in rhythm because he hasn't played. Noel needs to somehow grow some hands because my God, he can't catch a ball for it to save his life. <laughs> I know. Dude, he can no certainly way he's squat be on this it. Team. There's no way Noel's going to be on this team next year. So I'm, I'm, he's like one of my early locks to get traded. I can um, actually see that. I can see that now. I could, I could, I could tell. Unless like these, yeah, he's gone. unless he's, he's unless so he's gone. like, unless he's like subliminally thought like the rest of my life I'm going to be a career backup center. Would he be on this team? Uh, I gone. don't see that happening. So he's gone. He's yeah. gone. But but we didn't talk about honestly our number. We, we it's it's so funny and ironic that we keep leaving him like just towards like just like keep like putting him towards the sideline because he is literally our X factor. He's literally our X factor. We can't win games without him. If he plays well, we win the game. If we don't, we lose. And his name's Alec Burks. Yeah. Alec Burks is our entire team. I, like, I, I know. I know we're about to get into Julius Randle, and he's amazing. 
RJ Barrett, he's, he's been fantastic. Emmanuel Quickly could be like, he's like the surprise of the draft. I agree with all those things, man. I agree. Well, when Alec Burks is on, we win the game. When Alec Burks is off, we get slaughtered. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's his IQ. I don't know if it's just because all right, this kind of goes hand in hand that he's always in the right place at the right time. Or maybe it's because he just hits buckets. You know, he just gets buckets at the right time. Um, I don't know which one of those things it is. But whatever it is, man, Alec Burks is literally, like, non-expendable for this squad. And and I, I, th- I think that Tibbs knows that. Yeah, I agree. Issue with Alec Burks is that he's wildly inconsistent. <laughs> like he gets, he's he, he's a microwave. I agree. He, he he he's not inconsistent because he's a, like if he's hot, he's hot. But if he's off his shooting rhythm, wise, shooting wise, he's wildly inconsistent. I think everything else of his game, like floor wise, it's fine. But like, look, he had you could just tell, like, right? Like he gets he gets those things where he gets like like yeah, he get, he like he starts missing and then like he'll step out of bounds. He'll have, like, a moving screen. Like, he's so out of rhythm, you know, during those times. He's just like, what is happening right now? Just go. Maybe he went out last night. But, like, what, you know, otherwise, he's, like, pretty good. You got some well, stats here, for me? Yeah, I got some stats for you. This is what I'm about to read. Here, here's, here's the field goal percentage for the last couple of games, John, when he came back against Golden State. Starting from Golden State, 25 field goal percentage, 21.4 field goal percentage, 66.7 field goal percentage, 21.4 field goal percentage, 60 oh <laughs> field goal percentage, 37.5. Now, you're all probably saying, <laughs> now you're all probably saying, Alex, that doesn't do anything for me unless I know the amount of attempts. Well, the amount of attempts, the least amount was five, and that was against Cleveland. Most has been 14, and that's twice that he did that. And once when he went four t- took 14 shots against Sacramento, that was 21.4. Second time he took 14 <laughs> shots was against Utah, so which was another 21.4. So the dude's wildly inconsistent. Like, <laughs> yeah, those were two tough games. I, 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 like, I knew those were like, him. I didn't, you didn't have to tell me which games they were. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Sacramento and Jazz game because those were like, two look, tough games. Bro. He started off the season really hot. I'm sure he'll come back. He'll have a stretch of like – he's going to have a stretch of like really good games. Okay. But he's like he's like what you said. He's a microwave. So when he gets going, he is going. When he is cold, woo, that's rough. It's a it's a rough stretch because we need him. He's cold. We're gonna have to start not forcing it. Like when Burks is bad, we're like, get out of here. We're just gonna throw a bullet at him. Bad. Then we're gonna throw up to your boy Knox. I would love to see Knox get in there. Um, the thing is, like, Knox is still trying to get his, like, you know, Knox is still developing. Like, let's call it what it is. Um, this is really his true first he year gone. of developing. He gone. Huh? I could see Kevin Knox getting traded. I could see it. I can also not see it, too. I think they're a little too invested to do that right now. I think they've seen enough because he's not getting as much playing time as he was early uh, either. I also think, like, they're being fair, just saying, like, look, we got – your defense is like not there of like Reggie Bullock and your offense is not, you're not as fluid as Alec Burks where you can just be on the court all the time. And granted, he doesn't play the same position as like Alec Burks, but um, you know, when Alec Burks is shooting it well, like you can leave him out there. Reggie Bullock. Did that Reggie hurt Bullock you to compliment good. Bullock? Man, I don't, I have nothing against Bullock. 
have nothing against Bullock. It's just I like, don't know, man. You've been slandering him every, every single pop for the last four weeks. <laughs> I mean, he did a good job today. Went three for six. So he, he gets a pass for me today. I said that at the top of the game. He gets, he gets a pass for me today. Um, but, yo, like, Bullock, Bullock, is, Bullock is only a three and D guy. Like, his defense is, like, fine. It's passable most nights. When it's not, it's not. <laughs> okay? And his shooting is, like, Either there or it's really not. And what is like? What do you? What else do you want from me, man? It's like we need consistency. Okay, we need consistency. Knox is not even that consistent yet to be getting that much time. But and this is what's this is what's happening. But there's what, one consistent what, guy, bro. There's one. There is only one consistent guy. guy. There's one consistent guy. One engine to save this goddamn team. There is only one. Julius motherfucking Randall. Julius Randall. Cornroll Randall, Cornroll Randall, Cornroll, Cornroll, All Star, Julius motherfucking Randall. That's who it is, and yo, he is, he is good, bro. Like he is really transformed. I know you were talking about how you didn't like him playing point forward. He still does a little bit of point forward, which is fine because it's actually working. He's not like the entire game, but it is. Yeah. As long as it's not the game plan. The game plan is not for him to like start the game being the the point guard. Like he could do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And like, I just like I just love the way he's been playing, man. My God, I my piece that I the first ever blog post I wrote on my own blog page. No, it wasn't the first one. It was the second. I think it was the second one. Second one. Second one I ever wrote was like it, or third one was like Julius Randall's time was, has come and. I feel vindicated now because he's really taking that step. Dude, he's Spurts. doing everything. Doing everything. He's so good. He's so, if he doesn't make the All-Star game, it's honestly a tragedy. It's a tragedy and it's also rigged. I will I will I will bombard NBA and call it rigged if he does not make it. Um but yo, I, you don't want the try to cast you don't want the try to cast it on your ass. Yeah, I, I will I will just Constantly tweet at the NBA, just saying, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> he deserves to be an NBA All Star. <laughs> Everyone, if you're not doing it, starter, go- starter, you starter, yeah, I think so. I think he believes not even All Star because obviously he's gonna make the All Star team. He deserves to be a starter. I think he does. Yeah, I really, I think so too. And like, if you're not people, if you're not out there voting for him, like he is putting in an amazing season. You better go if you're not on Twitter and you can't do. Uh, Julius Randle, uh, NBA All-Star, the hashtag to get the votes. Go to the website. Go to the NBA website. The The polls are open. Like, go get this kid. Go get this – not kid. Go get this man voted in. All right? What up, John? So so, so, uh, so what is it, man? So it's going to be Mead, Randall, KD, Bradley Beal, and – I don't know, not Giannis. Does the other forward? Or he has to start. Or the guard there? He has to start. He has to start. Guard. Um, who's the other guard? He has to start. You, you, got, you, got, you got to put uh, Giannis. He's not even that. I mean, okay. I think Giannis could be so over I don't know Embiid, Embiid, honestly. So, I guess... Dude, Embiid's having a career. No, if Embiid doesn't start, that's actually a tragedy. Embiid's having, honestly, an unreal year. That's why I think... Uh, that's why I'm a little nervous about Randall sneaking in. Yeah, and now, 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 now they listed out. Now they listed out. It's a little overzealous. A little overzealous. Let's just get in the NBA All-Star. Yeah, I, know. I want him in there, though. So let's, 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 let's uh, try uh, to get Randall as a starter. Definitely deserves to at least be... Uh... 
Yeah, for sure. I think hmm. I think the starters would be you got to have Giannis, you got to have KD, you got to have Embiid, right? Those are your three bigs right there. You got you got the forwards and the bigs set out. Um, and then I, I think who are your guards? As a reserve. You got to yeah. Beal. Yeah, he's a re- Beal. Yeah, I think Beal, Beal should be, be one. Zach Levine? Has to be. Zach Levine's got to ah, be in there. He could be he could be a reserve. He could be a reserve, but I'm saying he's got to be an NBA All-Star. Um Yeah, 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 but I'm saying I, I don't know I don't know who the who the starting point guard would be to be honest with you. Who would it be? Who who I don't know, who? stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> Cuz it can't be Kemba. Kemba hasn't played and I think yeah. he was, and it's like Kyle Lowry would probably be the other one. Maybe a boy said he's Freddie, but I don't know. Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, I personally always think so. I would, <laughs> I would still trade the house for him. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but Julius Randle definitely deserves it. Make sure to go out and vote for him. There's really not much more to say, but John, let's. Let's finish this up and just quickly touch on the the last last week's games. We went one and two. We lost to the Jazz. We beat the Cavs. And then we, well, I shouldn't say we just beat the Cavs. We blew out the Cavs. And then we lost to the Clippers. And honestly, not really upset at the way it turned out this week. Losing to the Clippers. Utah burned a little bit more because I think we could have won that game just because we had the lead going into the half. Um, I feel opposite. I think. I mean, I knew, I knew that Utah. I mean, Utah is super hot, and we 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 went eight for eight in the first half with Austin Rivers, and we still like it was still we were barely touching that ten first, for ten. first half. Ten for ten, ten for ten. And, and like and like we still we were still not right. We we're not even there. So I kind of knew Utah was gonna take it. I'm more pissed about the Clippers game, man. We played better than the Clippers the entire game except for beginning of the third, which is pretty typical for the Knicks. Yeah, I think the third, the issue with the third was that we had Peyton in there, and I think we had the starters oh, in there for man. a little bit. Oh, man, story too. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I really think, like, because Quickly was doing really well in the in the second quarter before the half ended, too. So I think he could have came in a little bit sooner, not with three minutes left. Um, but I'm actually okay with the Clippers because they're, they're a legit title contender. Their offense is, like, the best in the NBA right now. Um, top. And you also had like the Clippers were just hitting shots that were just like ridiculous. Like defensively in the third, we we're giving up a good amount of open shots, like a good amount of open shots, like just a little poor rotation. And there was just shots that the Clippers were just hitting like in our face, just like good, good contested shots, and they're just hitting it. It's like when it's one of those games, you just knew. It's just it's so hard to beat a team who's like on fire like that. So that's why I'm not so upset with the Clippers. Utah I'm actually upset with because I feel like the game plan could have been different to manage it. Like we left all of our guys that were hot like on the bench for way too long. I felt like they could have came in sooner. Like Rivers, you know, quickly wasn't really doing much, but you could have brought Rivers in soon. You you didn't have RJ in for um, – you could have brought RJ back in a little bit sooner. I felt like that game. But that one's just more coming down to like, managing a minutes and i'm not gonna i'm not dying over like i'm not dying over like what did we do like this is the end of the world like we're like i get that once we're invested because the team's doing so well we're nine and 
12 at this point. So I get why we're invested. This point. Like, like you know. It's just like, so funny how that record's so good for us. And then we just look at Dallas as 8 and 12 and we're laughing at them. This is hilarious. Well, two different expectations, right? No, that's exactly it. That's what I'm saying. It's just hilarious. We're just like literally laughing about them. And we're just like hyped about our 9 and 12. Look, man, when you're when your prediction when you're over under is twenty two and a half, and you're <laughs> no, set to like, uh, like, like we're we're like, could we get to twenty four? We're yeah. on pace to pass that. Um, <clears throat> so we're on, if we if we do this for three quarters, John, <laughs> we we easily surpass us thirty six games. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I know, I know. But <laughs> we're on pace. To- we're on pace for thirty six games, bro. We're on pace for a thirty six win season. All right. We lost some ba- we lost some close stupid games um That's like the I'm two saying. this week and and I mean unironically you're you're pissed about the Jazz game which you had cuz you had the, you had us going 2 and 1 we both had the Jazz game uh, we both had the Cavs game correct um but you had us beating the Jazz and I had us beating the Clippers and uh, ironically that's what we're both pissed about um, I think I think I had no I had the Clippers I had the Clippers with you I had the Cavs and the Clippers Oh okay we both had, we both had the Clippers but like I mean um, our boy Ricey, Ricey had the Utah. Had the our boy, our boy Ricey had the Utah game. I was like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're both we're all three of us were wrong. Um, yeah, and we're right. So um, we both we all got the Cavs game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a, it was a fun one to watch. That was a really really fun one. Um, but yeah, man, I I I I like how we played versus no more victories, but I like how we played uh, against um, the two two top five teams in the league. Not only in the West, but in the league. Um, yeah. And Utah's number one in the whole NBA right now, just, you know, record-wise. But obviously, LA is going to wake up. We're competing against really good teams way better than we would last season. We're making so. the playoffs, bro. We're making the playoffs. We're on pace to do it. If we, don't, if, we don't, if we don't get a play-in game, I'm breaking things. Yeah. Already. We're on like, pace. That's, where I'm at. that's where I'm at right now. If we don't get a play-in game, we're breaking things. Like Before, a couple weeks ago, if we make a play-in game, I'll be satisfied. Now, if we don't make a playing game, I'm breaking things. So, like, <laughs> my bar has my bar has gone up. And that's what I'm saying, man. The bar has shifted now. Now, where it comes to, <clears throat> now where it comes to, like, when we're talking about, you know, expectations of this team and how they perform on a nightly basis. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we could ticky tack on like what Tibbs could have done and all this type of stuff. But there's a couple things that we got to keep real. Cause I know, I know fans are out there. Like we're interacting with them and we're talking to them and they're having this like, Oh, Tibbs should have done this. Tibbs should have done that. Like I agree, but <clears throat> how hard are we going to hold this over Tibbs? Because let's keep in mind what this team was supposed to be 22 and a half win season. We're going to exceed that at this point, because if the team plays, we're playing like our schedule is tough to begin with at the beginning of the season. It is going to lighten up a little bit for a portion of the season. So, you know, we're, we're we're exceeding expectations and what's like we're good I, at the we're I, we're exceeding the rebuild. That's what I'm saying. Like not exceeding the rebuild, but we're like in a good position for the rebuild. That's what I should say. Yeah, I, I even think that we even have a nice week by week as we do on the Nick Shetter Center podcast, and that our our next week is looking kind of light too. I mean, we're, we we're gonna live in Chicago. We're probably flying out. We're flying out today, probably the team, um, and we we have them on Monday, um, which is. Which is yesterday. If you're listening to this pod, it came out on Tuesday, and then we have them tomorrow. <laughs> if you're listening to that um, on Wednesday, so that's two times this week, back to back. I I don't know. Like I, I love the Tibbs connection there, obviously, but I also just love our matchup against Chicago. Like we're just, 
honestly, we're just better than them. Like, we're just better than Chicago. Like, I have League Pass. I've been watching the Chicago games. Uh, obviously, we don't make game. Um, we're going to have to worry about their guards a little bit. But, like, I think they're more worried about us, honestly. Um, those better be W's, man. The, uh, like, especially especially the, the yesterday, the Monday game, that better be a W. And I know it's really hard to do the back-to-back stuff, but that Wednesday game better be a W too. Yeah, I could see why. <clears throat> I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. Um, so I, because th- so let's let's set this out for the let's set this out for the the listeners out there. So Monday, when your this podcast will already come out on Tuesday, you'll have this podcast Tuesday morning. Knicks will have already played the Bulls. Um, I'm gonna say that they've won this game. Uh, they're gonna beat the Bulls first first matchup because they got to come back. They played so well against the Clippers. I can only see this going on. They played the Cavs well. They played the Clippers well. I can see this transferring into Chicago. Then they're gonna get day off, play Chicago the next day after this podcast out, which is Wednesday. They're still in Chicago. That one, that one's tough. They should win. But I can see them losing the second one. Then they got Portland well, on Saturday. How do you feel Saturday. about the Chicago back-to-backs? Same. Well, they're not tech, they're not truly back-to-back. By I know what you mean. Um, I, I I like I think these are, I think I agree with you. Like the Knicks should beat them both games. Like we're the better team. Point yeah. blank. And, and those type of games, like that, when like yes, Monday will be you know. I mean, Monday is technically our back-to-back. You know what I mean? Because we just played. Uh, Actually, now that you brought that, now that so you brought that's that a tough up, game. now that you brought that up, flip it. We're gonna win. I, I, I didn't. I thank you for pointing that out. We win Wednesday. I don't see us doing it on Monday, just because it's yeah, a bad. We're gonna back. be tired flying in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could see that, but you know, I, 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 that's what that's what we get from a from a frustrating loss versus the Clippers. You know what I mean? I see us like kind of turning that that quick turnaround, like we don't have time to get tired type of deal, and then mm. more. And then more like by Wednesday we're shot because like we've been in Chicago now. We won the first one. Now Tuesday. Now we finally hit us. Tired from the Clippers game, traveling. Then the Monday game, Tuesday, like our body, their body feels it. And then Wednesday we take the L. Especially because they're going to be thinking about uh, going home. And then they have until Saturday to play that Portland game. It's just like a yeah. mindset type of schedule thing for me. So I'm hoping that they take, they take care of the Bulls the first game. Um, I don't see them winning the Wednesday game, but um, I guess we're both. I mean, obviously we want them to win, but I guess we're both uh, realistically saying they're going to split those. Yeah, I, I see it splitting. Also, like once you play the team, you already know what they're doing. So like, and you see them like in a, such a short time, you're like, all right, I know how to adjust. Then after the Bulls game, we have Knicks are home to play Portland on Saturday, and this is another. Ba- this is a back to back, man. They got, Port- yeah, they got Portland on Saturday. Back to back matinees. Thank God. Love one o'clock. Love one o'clock games. Well, it's the Super um, Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I know. For, yeah, uh, that's why I love one o'clock games. But I still love yeah. one o'clock games. All right, they're they're nice. They're nice. Yeah. Um, uh, so we got Portland on Saturday. Um, this is gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one. And we I got Miami w. on Sunday. I see us taking the L against Portland, but I could see us getting the dub against Miami. That's how I feel, and just because I think Portland. I know they're, I know they're, I know they're, they're hurt right now, 
But we saw even when they were hurt, they were still able to play us. Even though we, they are still able to win, even though we had a nice comeback in the second half. I think more so the fourth quarter. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how. I don't think Portland because it's tough, man. Tough. Who, who's on. guarding Dame? Okay. Okay. But but Portland is in Milwaukee on Monday. Okay. And then they go play Washington in Washington Tuesday. Okay. And then they go to Philly in Philly Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And then they go to New York for the Saturday matinee. So you're saying they're tired. Give me that W, yo. Give me that home W versus the Blazers. So give me that. Uh, like, I want that game. I, and it's going to be, like, I know they're going to be hanging out on the East Coast the whole time. But it's still, like, on West Coast time, that's pretty early. And that's their, that's their, um, that's their last game uh, of their road trip. And the last game before the Super Bowl, yo, give me New York Knicks Saturday, February 6th, 1 o'clock versus Portland. We better win that game. I hope we win. I think we I think I could see us winning that one, but I think we take that L. I think we get the I think we get the Miami one though. I think we get the Miami one. No? No shot. No shot. No we're sh- touching Miami. We, I like I, I actually want I I didn't get a chance to I want to pull up the stats for the Knicks playing on Super Bowl Sundays. But uh, I, 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 I I could only remember the Knicks playing Matinees on Super Bowl Sunday and never win it. Always lose. They always lose on Super Bowl Sunday. So um with no fact check, trust me on that. Um, they, especially on a back-to-back matinee game, there's just no chance. Um, so if you, you're calling a split there as well, huh, with Portland and Miami? Yeah, I think we go 2-2 two and two this week. Okay, so you're calling a split with Chicago and a split with Portland and Miami. And honestly, so am I. We just got the days different. <laughs> we're just opposite. So I got, us, I got us winning Portland, you guys win Miami on the weekends. And then I have us winning the first Chicago game. You have us uh, winning the Chicago game. That's correct, sir. That is correct. All right. All right. We'll see how we do next week. We'll see how we do it. So, you know what? I think that covers it all for the Knicks topics, right? So, let's take, yep. this, little, let's take this little break, John, and then go into our et cetera. All right. And we get into the rest of the league, baby. Let's go. All right, everybody, and we're back with the etc. portion. As always, we're going to go through the Tuesday night TNT games. Um, but we're not going to shack it up here. We're not going to ask ridiculous questions. <laughs> we're just going to go through the lines and uh, see um, how some uh, some uh, veteran NBA watchers uh, feel about these, uh, these two games and uh, Alex and I. Uh, so we have... Um, the Clippers and Nets starting us off. And of course, let us know if you are uh, are betting on these games. Uh let us know how you're doing. If you're if you are uh trailing us um and um if we're uh, actually benefiting you and um if you want us to if you want us to add any additional stats um let us know. But anyway, so the Clippers are going to be versus the Nets. The the line is not out yet. I'm going to say it's going to be minus 3 Nets. Um, so let's just go off that. Uh, actually, what's your what, what's your prediction on that line? Hmm. That's a good question. Let me think about it. All right. Well, so so the Clippers just coming off Clippers, uh, this, Clippers, Clippers and the Nets. Yeah, at, at, in Brooklyn. So they're hanging out here. So they just had this Sunday game. Give me uh, Nets. Versus the Knicks. Give me Nets. Minus 
three and a half. <laughs> okay, so we both have the Nets as favorites. Um, how do you see this game actually going? Shootout. <laughs> yeah, the, the over. <laughs> okay, I yeah, agree, man. Get, I agree. That's why. That's why I'm giving a three and a half. I think it's gonna be a crazy shootout they're gonna witness. So, as much as I hate that, Tim, go turn it in to see the offensive juggernauts go at it. Yeah, I mean, have you um, have you been watching the Nets? Uh, because, I mean, I I, uh, I live in um, right now back in Staten Island, um, so I have like Guest Network and um, MSG, but I also have League Pass. But like, I'm always going on the the Nets games and watching, and they've been really interesting, dude. With this whole new squad, DeAndre Jordan looks terrible. Of course, Jared Allen not being on that team is horrific. Uh, Travis. criminal. Yeah, oh my criminal. Goodness. Oh, criminal. Um, but sh- shout out to Castle Ver for his life being saved or being created. I'm so happy that they so on the physical uh, for the trade they found uh, uh, cancerous things on his kidney, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and he got rid of it. Uh, so he's probably out for the season. But yo, thank God that's awesome. Um, so thank God Castle Ver got traded. But yo, Jared Allen being getting the boot and going to Cleveland has really hurt these Nets. Um, they're gonna struggle to like search. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but they've been really weird, dude. It there's always somebody playing the passive role, and it's right now it's been Harden. He's been playing this like passive role for like three quarters, and then like in the fourth quarter, be like, all right, like we're kind of losing. Just give me the damn ball. You know what I mean? But he's he's kind of like um, he knows he's a new kid on the block, or like a new kid in high school, or a new kid in the group, or a new kid on the team. And he, like, wants to, like, assimilate in, even though he knows he's really good or thinks he's the best. You know what I mean? And you can see him, like, being nice about it. I'm just curious as when he's going to stop being nice about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they're going to start clashing. And he's like, yo, we're down 14 in the second quarter. Give me the damn ball. You know what I mean? Like, if he two bad plays in a row or three straight turnovers, like Harden sometimes, and he doesn't get to the free throw line, like, Kyrie's going to take the ball and he's going to ISO. You know what I mean? Right now it's working. Like, yo, and honestly, I know – I'm gonna say something nice about the Nets, dude. It looks beautiful when it when they're working together, yo. It actually it looks like they're playing in Rucker Park. I promise you, and and it's fun to watch. So I don't know if they're gonna beat these this Clippers team. I actually I, I actually like the Clippers this game. I, I think the Clippers are gonna win, um, because I I think Kawhi is on his game. I, I like what I saw from Kawhi. Uh, I think Serge Ibaka is pretty good. I think uh, Reggie Jackson is gonna get cooked, <laughs> um, but um. I, I, I think uh, Lou Will could uh, keep up with some points. I, I, I like the Clippers matchup. Yeah, <clears throat> I like it. You got Mook, you got Mook on, uh, on KD. Man, I'll say this. I, th- I still think the Nets will win uh, that game just because we saw what Kevin Durant was doing when he was on that tear against Golden, on Golden State against the Raptors, even when Kawhi was guarding him. And that's who's going to guard him this time too. So – Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. <clears throat> Easy Money Sniper, you know, the Durantula, all those nicknames, all those monikers come back out because he is – he's just a scorer. He's a scorer, dude. You can't stop him. You only try to contain him. So I don't see Kawhi really shutting him down. Then for Harden, I don't know who's stopping Harden. Um, you got Paul George, who's – I guess Paul George is going to go against Harden. Good luck. Um like, Paul George is a good defender, but Harden, like, once again, it's, it's a guy you try to contain. I just think it's good. I think they're not even going to bother trying to contain it. It's just really, let's just score to keep up and then play defense at the last second. But I think Kyrie, 
with him playing, that's the one who you have to worry about. And I don't, Lou Will is not a good defender. Reggie Jackson is not a good defender. And I think this is a game where Kyrie is supposed to expose uh, the Clippers not having a point guard. And I think that he will. So that's why I got the Nets winning. And I think it's still going to be a close one. I think it's still going to be a shootout. Uh, what do you got the over-under as? Just just guess. Man, oh man, I'm really, to be honest, I'm bad at that. Uh, but I would honestly say like 225. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go around there, like two twenty five, two thirty, somewhere around. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I take the, I take the over real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I think real so quick. Don't, 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 don't think twice about the over. Just take it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the, how I got that game going. So the second game of the back to back is the Celtics Warriors on TNT, and um, that's going to be an interesting matchup, man. We got Wiseman uh, going up against the Celtics. Uh, Steph Curry. It's going to honestly, it's a good game, man. Um, Kemba Walker is starting to come together. Jalen Brown's pissed off. He's on a contract year. I think he's going to be a free agent. You know, Jason Tatum is an all-star. Uh, they, they have a pretty good squad, dude. Um, how, do you, how, do, how do you see this game going? This one's, an, this one's an interesting one. Because this one... All right. This one... They're both really good teams. I think they're actually both... Not the same in how they play and not the same like where the talent matters. Like obviously you got Steph and Dre and Wiseman. And then for the Celtics you got um you got Tatum, you got uh Brown. Is Kemba playing? I know he's like yes. he's playing, right? I know Smart is yes. out. Smart's out with a a good two. Thank God calf. it's just a thank God it's just a grade one calf strain. The Achilles yeah. was trending on Twitter for a little bit as soon yeah. as that happened. Yeah, thank God. Um, but I think the matchups are going to be very interesting because Celtics have their wings uh, that are really going to score, and I don't think Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre are going to really stop those two guys. And then I don't think Kemba is really going to stop Steph Curry from cooking. And then Tyson Wiseman. I mean, Wiseman's good, but he's also a rookie still, and Tyson I think can handle a rookie. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I actually think it's going to be quite a fair matchup uh, to watch, and. I, my God, I gotta probably go with the Celtics on this one. As much as I, as much as I don't want to say it, I think the Celtics may get this one. Um, you know, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. I think they're gonna expose Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre and show that the offensive like versatility that they have uh, against those two guys. And I think that's gonna be the difficult part for this matchup. Mm-hmm. Curry's gonna do his thing, but I don't know. If, I think. I think also for Warriors traveling to Boston. No, it's in it's in uh, no Warriors are home. Oh, Warriors are home. Oh, give me the Warriors mm-hmm. then. Take that back. Oh. Give me Warriors. Oh give me the Warriors. man, yeah, give me the Warriors then. They're they're, they're doing it. Yeah, jeez. All right. Um, I thought they were traveling. Oh, I thought they were traveling. <laughs> that changes no. everything. They're home. Woo. Steph, wow, Steph Curry at home changes everything for Alex. All right. Um, no, there's a team in general at home changes everything. I think that that alone makes it easier for the Warriors. Yeah, that's why I think that the Celt- like the Celtics are going to be not favored as much as they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tristan Thompson really cancels out Draymond and or Wiseman like in the paint, um, and I think they have enough uh, firepower to overtake anything. That anyone does not name Steph Curry. Okay. Um, 
So I don't know. I I I, I really like Boston, and I think their 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 uh, spread is going to be incorrect. No matter, you know, like no like I think that the, I think that the Warriors are going to be uh, given preference because they're home. Um, like you, like you were excited. I think that you know. Uh, the batters are going to be excited as well. Uh, but I think that the Celtics have been playing really well recently. Um, and I really don't like what I see from Golden State. <laughs> Honestly, I really don't. I, 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 I'm so mad that Clay's hurt. <laughs> um, it was really cool seeing him do the announcing the other day um, and asking Steph Curry questions. But they're just not the same team without him, man. Give me a Boston. All right, all right. So we split there. We split there. So Okay. The, We've been splitting the... all day. We've been splitting all week. And that's and that's you know that's par for the course. That's fine. That, that, <laughs> someone's got to come out victorious. So yeah, I don't know, but I do want to allude to one thing that you talked about. Uh, I really want to get your quick take on it. Shaq talking to Donovan Mitchell because you brought it up with Shaq nonsense, dude. I think that I think that was a what was thing that? Did. Yeah, what dude, was that? Was that? Just, that was what was so the question? Weird. He was like, uh, he just hey, big fellow. Yeah, big fellow. Let me tell you, I don't think you're great. I've watched you play. Why don't you have a, why, why don't you have 40 and 40? He should have 40 points, 40, 40 rebounds. Hey, Donovan, I hope this fuels you. Because guess what? I don't think you're great. I, I, I've seen better. <laughs> it's like, dude, what the hell we are got, like, you Elvis, doing? I like your Elvis Presley shack. That was good. Uh, thank you. I try. But yeah, dude, that was a ridiculous question. He's like, what do you say? Like, you're not good? Like, like he, that was like, that dude, was his question. A, that was his question. You're not good at basketball. He's like, all right. He's like, all right. He's like, yeah, people. And then Mitchell's like, yeah, people have been telling me I suck all the time and I don't care. He's like, wow, that was a good answer. That's what I was looking for. All right. And then Shaq comes out. And, and I, I mean, I agree. When Shaq comes out and he's like, yo, I have a PhD in basketball. Like, I'm, you know, I can say whatever I want. Like, I'm a Hall of Famer. I have a thousand championships. I have a thousand MVPs. I'm the man. I agree. I'm the most dominant player in, in probably sure. basketball history. I, I, it's fine. But like, I don't know. I just think it's all crazy. There's a um, level. There's a level that we have to get to, though. Come on. There's a level of respect. Like, come on. Donovan Mitchell is. <laughs> you don't. You don't do that, dude. You just don't. Like, you honestly do not do that. That is just so weird to even attack a player who's an up and coming star in the league, and you pretty much said he's not good. Why? What is what? what like was Shaq like? But Shaq he also was, had a good game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like he had a great game, and then Shaq just like tears him down, and it's like serious. Like Shaq, you didn't you didn't win until you went to L.A. Like you were good in Orlando. Like no shade. Like you and Penny were like legit, and I thought you were going to stay there, and that was going to be like a team to watch. But let's let's calm it down, bro. Like what let's settle it down. All right, you weren't like winning chips as soon as you came out into the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that about wraps it up. Um, I got Boston. You got the Warriors. Um, in the second game of the Matinee on the Tuesday NBA basketball on TNT, we'll see what Shaq, Barkley, Kenny, and Ernie have to stay. Um, and that about, <laughs> and that about wraps it up, man. Um, podcasting skills, John. <laughs> you want to close this out, uh, Elvis Shaq? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Nick Jets etc. podcast. <laughs> Oh man, Alex, we need we need some we need some Knicks W's, man. You, we're, we're losing you over here. 
Okay, I can't do this. Um, I can't do that. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Nick's episode <laughs> of the Nick's Chess, etc. podcast. Thank you for thank you for checking in. As always, please make sure to hit, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Please make sure to give us a five star rating and to leave a comment in the review. Please let us know what, you're, what we're doing, what you think we could, you know, could, could help, uh, or what you want to hear in the in the shows and everything coming up. Um, you know, and stay uh, warm. You, stay you, warm on the East Coast. Uh, we got, warm. we got, we got two feet, two feet of snow coming apparently. Yep, yep. You know what it is. So everyone, just make sure to bundle up, stay inside, wear a mask, social distance, do all <laughs> those things. And uh, yeah, everyone, stay safe. And make sure to follow us on uh, all social media platforms: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Nick's Jets, etc. Don't spell out the etc. That's too wild. No one's doing that. Just put the dot at the end of the E T C. <laughs> all right. Catch you later, everyone. Let's go, Nick's. Can't forget about our friends in Dallas. Fuck. Them. <laughs>